0: Morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. I'm Tom Short, and so glad to have you along on this Monday morning, October 11th. Have you ever wanted to have some ideas on how to more easily share your faith? You know, we talk a lot about the importance of talking to others about Jesus, but it, let's face it, it's difficult. It's challenging. Some people are better at it than others. And this week, I'd like to be giving. I'd like to give us some simple tips on how to share your faith this morning I want to talk about your testimony. You do have a testimony and it's probably more powerful than you think. Now, when I was young, and maybe you can experience this, I was saved during what was known as the Jesus People Movement and people all over America. There was this great movement of young people who were coming to Christ. And some of them came from really wretched, sinful backgrounds. And their testimonies, cause you go, wow, oh, awesome. They came out of drug use. They came out of sexual immorality. Some of them came out of witchcraft. They came out of some of the most, you know, some bad, bad things. And we would often sit around a youth group or hear these testimonies and we'd all be so impressed. Our powerful God, look, He's more powerful than these things that people have given their lives to or they'd been held captive by these sins. It was awesome. And sometimes I would think to myself, wow, my testimony is kind of boring. I didn't. I never got into some of that stuff. I never did some of that stuff. No one would even be interested in hearing my testimony because mine's boring. Matter of fact, I must confess, there was more than one time in my life I would hear one of those testimonies and I would be tempted to think, you know, maybe it'd be good to backslide for a little while and get saved all over again. Go back and get involved in some of those sins so that I could get saved all over again and I could have a testimony that would cause people to go, "Wow, look what God did in Tom's life." I never did, but I was tempted. One day I was at the University of at as a Purdue University and I was preaching and this guy had a question for me and he said, "Tom, have you ever noticed how the only people who ever become Christians are people who come from like really wretched backgrounds. I mean, they were all involved in like witchcraft or drug use or, you know, terrible sexual sins. He said, I never was into any of that stuff. I just don't see why I even need to become a Christian. I thought that's this. My testimony will relate to this guy. My point being is this. There the there are so many people out there in the world. And maybe you have been like me, ooing and awing over someone who had a great testimony. And maybe you thought yours seems a little boring, a little uninteresting. Who would, how could my testimony ever really affect people the way these others have done, have t- affected people? And I want to tell you, don't think that way. It's just the evil one trying to get you to keep your mouth shut. Everybody has a testimony. Everybody has a story, and they're all interesting. And if your story, if if yours doesn't sound interesting, you just need to figure out how to make it sound interesting, because it is interesting. Every person who gets saved, it is the grace of God. It's powerful, and there's a lot of people out there it can relate to. Now, if your testimony includes coming out of some really shameful sins, share it give God the glory for it. And if your testimony doesn't include coming out of really shameful things, you need to be saved too. And there's people like you out there who need to hear that they need to be saved and your testimony will do that. So let me share a few things about how to share your testimony or your story. I like Psalm 107, verse 2, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And I like it in the NIV version. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. And we have a story to tell. And it's a story that should not be glorifying us, it glorifies God. We are the redeemed of the Lord. A typical testimony includes three parts to it. Before how what happened and how you've changed since. What were you like before? how did God meet you, and what has happened since. But sometimes, sometimes, especially if you've been saved for a while, if you're in the high school, te- high school group telling, sharing your testimony, this may not be as important, but if you're 40, 50, 60 years old, 70 years old, and most people have known you, most people who know you now have known you as a Christian, like a lot of people have never known, a lot of my friends, a lot, most people who know me never knew me as a non-Christian. And that may be the case with you. And so rather than start your testimony as just before, you might want to introduce it with a statement like this. You know, there's a part of my life or my history that you might not know about. That's interesting. Boy, I'll bet you, 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 you begin your story with a statement like that. A lot of people, their ears will perk up. There's a part of my history, a part of my life that you might not know about. You, you, you might say, you only know me And you only know a certain side of me. I mean, you could say both. You only know a certain side of me, but there's a part of my history that you don't know about. You might say, it it might seem like I've always been blah, blah, blah. But there's a part of my life you you, you have probably never seen. These are the type things that will perk up someone's ears. And then you can lead into a, a, a need in your life, how God met it, and how you've changed since. Now, I want to give you another clue. You probably have more than one testimony. I've got dozens of them. You say, wait a minute, Tom, I thought once saved, only saved. Don't you believe that once you're saved, you're always saved? Yes. But what I'm saying is a testimony doesn't have to only include salvation testimony. A testimony can be anytime, anywhere where God has met you and change your life. You might have a testimony of this last year. You might say, you might talk about things that happened during the COVID and how you were, you were at a certain struggle or a certain need and how God met that. And you just, and, and how God met that and how God has resolved that or how God is meeting it. Now that's your testimony. That's fine. You can share that with an unbeliever. It doesn't only have to be about salvation. We will want to relate it to salvation if they're a non-believer. We want to bring it back to they need Christ. But these, uh, your testimony can be things you've learned and grown at any time in your life. Another thing you want to be careful to do is your, your story, when it has the, the, you know, the past, what you were like, how God changed you, and how, uh, uh, how God met you, and then how God has changed you. Be careful that you don't spend all your time focusing on how bad you were before you came to Christ. I've heard many testimonies that are like five minutes long, and the first four minutes and 30 seconds is how is describing all the stuff they were doing before they were saved, and then they have about a 15 seconds where they quote a Bible verse and ask Jesus into their heart, and then they have about 10 seconds, and all and, and I've lived happily ever after. I think the focus of our testimony should be on that latter part. How has God changed me? When you share your testimony, that first part of of describing your problem, you have one motive, you have one goal. I want to relate to the person who's listening to me. If I was lonely, I, I want them to understand that and to connect with me. If I was feeling no purpose, I want them to connect. If I had an addiction or a problem or a bad habit, I want them to connect. Once they understand and once they connect, I don't have to go into all the gory details. I don't have to keep talking about how bad my life was on and on and on and on. Connect. That's the only goal. Once you sense that, once you sense that you connected, it's time to share how God met you. Was it a particular verse? Was it at a, a time of prayer? A time of crisis? Was it on this live stream we're doing here. Was it a church? Was it something you saw on TV? You talk about how God, how God came to you. It's best if you can include some specific Bible verses because there's power in the scripture. And, and then we, you want to focus on that. And then also on how God has changed you, how, how since you met God in that time. And again, it could be salvation or it could just have been a crisis or change in your life how God has changed you since then, all right? I want to encourage you, when I talk about having multiple testimonies, there's multiple people out there, and I want you to encourage you to take some time to think, what are, who are some of the people you'd like to lead to Christ, and what are issues or problems that they're facing now that maybe you've faced as well? Are they? Do you see fear in them? Well, have you ever had a time when you were fearful and God helped you? get through that, and now is giving you courage and peace? Are they lonely? Well, have you ever had a time when you were lonely and you, 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 and, and God somehow came and met you? And, and how, has God, how has God resolved that issue in your life? Have you ever had a time when, it, are they feeling like they've really failed or blown it and their life's not, you know, they, they've, they have no future now? Well, have you ever felt that way? Have you ever felt like you blew it and, and kind of life was over for you? And somehow God came to you and God met you and God gave you renewed in you purpose. Have you ever felt, do they feel guilty? Well, if you felt guilty, you can talk about that. Do they feel like, do you see in them, that they feel like, well, they tried religion and it doesn't, didn't work? Have you ever felt that? I have. I felt like I've tried a religion and it didn't work for me. And then God came to me and God answered that. And God taught me how a relationship with Christ... You see, all of these things, analyze a little bit, spend some time. Who are the people in your life who don't know Christ or not following Christ? And you'd like the opportunity and you're praying for the opportunity to be able to share with them. Well, do a little thinking. What are the, what needs do you see in their life? What, what do you suspect are problems in their life? And when did you face that problem? When did you have it? And you might be able to say again, again, maybe they're fearful. And you might be able to say something like, you know, there's a part of me you might not have ever known, a part of my history you might not have ever known about. Do you know there was a time in my life I was really scared. I was fearful of a lot of things. And you might explain what it was. i fearful about my future, fearful about my finances, fearful about, you, you know, that I would just blown it in life and had no fear, you know, whatever it is. Think about the people you're trying to reach. What are they dealing with? Think of a time when you had the same thing and be able to say, you know, there's a part of my life you might not know about. There's a part of my history you might not have ever seen. Really? Yeah. It was when I, blah, blah, blah. I had essentially the same problem you have. And God came, and, and, and I, I reached a crisis point and God came to me. Explain how that happened. And then, since then, how God has changed me. I still have times I fall back into fear, but God has changed me because, be, because of the promises of God that strengthened me. Your testimony, I, I want to tell you, you've got lots of them. You've got lots of testimonies. God is working in your life. I know He's working in my life, He's working in your life too. And, and God has given me testimonies about so many different areas. And to be honest, just about everybody I meet, I can find some testimony. Even if I meet a Muslim or Hindu, I can talk about how, you know, I once believed a religion I no longer believe. Really? You grew up non-Christian? No, I grew up with a different brand of Christianity than what I believe now. And I see that what I grew up with was so different. I think of it as almost like I changed religions. You see how you can do that? You can do this with any person any person. Folks, you have a story to tell. Think about it. Don't diminish what God has done in your life. Don't think your testimony is not powerful. You just need to learn how to share it. I want to encourage you today to think about one, two, five areas where God has come to you and God's changed your life, where there was something, a common problem that you were experiencing And when you came to Christ, he made a difference. Either when you came to Christ or when you when there was a breakthrough in your life once you already were a Christian. Was there a verse that made a difference? Was there a person? Was there an experience? Was there something you learned at your church? Like I said, on this live stream, wherever? How what how did God come to you? Be able to explain it. And then finally, how's it changed? in my own life I'll give I encourage you to have a short testimony and a longer version let me give you a, a quick te- version of my testimony before we pray you know I grew up I grew up in what I thought was a Christian home and I did learn things like the 10 commandments and and the and the bible stories and we went to church regularly but about middle school I realized I was missing something and church wasn't doing that much for me and to be honest I kind of wandered away even if I sat in the pew, my heart was no longer there. One day, what I really loved, what I really loved was basketball. And one summer, first day of summer, I broke my ankle pretty badly. And I was kind of laid up that summer, couldn't walk around, couldn't play, couldn't practice. And I ended up looking for a book to read. And lo and behold, I saw the New Testament. Now even though I'd gone to church all my life, vacation, Bible school and studying all those things, I realized I'd never read the Bible for myself. I assumed I knew it was in it, but I thought, everybody ought to read the Bible sometime in their life. I'll read it for myself. It was the New Testament. I picked it up and I began to read it. and boy, was I surprised, Because within a matter of just a few minutes, I realized there are things here that I've never heard before. I, that piqued my curiosity. I sat in church and listened, why did I not hear this? And it was quite interesting. And I wanted to know more. And I found the more I read that the life of Jesus, he was speaking with an authority. And I became more and more convinced he had answers to the questions of life. Now, I'd always thought of myself as a pretty good person. And I always thought if I were to die, of course I'd go to heaven. Why wouldn't I? I mean, God loves me. But the more I read the Bible, the more I realized that God had a standard that I didn't, just, I didn't meet up to. As a matter of fact, outwardly, a lot of people would have thought I was a fairly decent person, but inwardly, I had some really bad thoughts towards other people, bad thoughts about myself, some very hateful thoughts, some greed, pride, bigotry. And when I realized that God looks at my heart, not just my actions, but my heart, Thought to myself, wow, I'm in trouble. I didn't know what to do. I didn't. I, I decided uh, one day I was at the state fair, and one day I, I found laying on the ground a piece of literature that had one Bible verse on it, John 3:16. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him might not perish but have eternal life. And it explained, I thought to myself, well, I've always believed, but there's still something wrong with me. But it explained that for many people, the distance between heaven and hell is 12 inches from the head to the heart. And I realized that was my problem. I believed in God. I believed in Jesus, the stories, the parables, the teachings. I believed in those things in my head. But the Bible says we believe with our heart. I was not trusting him. I didn't even know how. No one never explained it to me. That night, I prayed to God and I said, God, I realize I have fallen short. I am a sinner. I understood for the first time that what it meant that Christ died for my sins. And I asked him to come into my life, forgive me of all my sins and to save me. Something happened that night. I didn't feel, you know, I didn't see stars or feel shivers or, or it, it wasn't like an experience. But my life's never been the same since then my life's changed. God has become real to me. God has become real in my heart. And he set me on a new course of life in which I know I'm forgiven. I know he loves me. I know I have a relationship with him now, and I've never been the same since. Father, we praise you today that every one of us has a testimony, a story. We have multiple stories of the grace of God, the wisdom of God, the love of God, We have multiple stories of how you've touched our lives and changed us. We have multiple stories of of these things. And Father, you said, let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. Let them say so. Father, I, I pray, I pray for each of us to have opportunities to share our story. Help us never feel ours is unimportant. Help us never compare our story to someone else's that might be more dramatic or more exciting. Lord, every one of us, is a, test, is a testament of your grace. We are a trophy of the grace of God. Help us, Lord, to declare it. Help us to share. Bring other people into our path that would be interested in knowing what you've done in our lives. Lead us to open people, we pray. And then help us to have to be percept, perceiving those opportunities that you want us to just open our mouths and share our story with them. We praise you. We bless you. We thank you, Jesus. You're the Savior of the world. We wish everybody would know what we know. Everybody would have this relationship that we have, that everybody would love you like we do, have faith in you as we do. That's what we pray for. And so we bless you today, and we pray for this, and give you grace, give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hey, you know, as I as I shared that story, I, I, I maybe violated one of my own rules because I spent more time at the beginning relating and I didn't spend a lot of time at the end on how Christ has changed my life. That's because I try and keep these. um, I I keep my eye on the clock how long we're talking. I don't want these to go too long. So um, do as I say and, and learn as much as you can from my example. Hey, God loves you today. I love you too. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for being a part of this. If you're new, a special welcome. I hope that you do subscribe. Hit the notify button and join us every day. If you come back every day, come here for several months, every day, as much as you can, four or five times a week, if that's all you can make. But come here, make it a habit, make a commitment. I guarantee your life's going to change. Not because I'm so great, but the Word of God is. The Word of God and learning and getting the daily input, not just, we don't want to be once a, once a week Christians. We want to be people who are following Christ every day and to get that daily inspiration, encouragement, teaching, and prayer. It'll make a difference in your life. And and I pray you'll join me. Share with your friends. Invite them to come as well. All right? So God bless you. Walk in strength and victory today. We'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. Bye-bye.